What is up, my AKA Patters? Welcome to episode 555, AKA Pads. That's me, the Film Buff Podcast, and I'm your host, Peter A. DeLuca. I'm just your your average neighborhood obsessive film super freak. And, uh, you know, like, we kind of went through a little bit of a transformation with this podcast. I, I wanted to do more... It like themed idea driven episodes, uh, maybe just like thoughts, and this is one of them. I I get it. Fast and Furious is dropping at the end of this week. We're doing the this is a Fast and Furious franchise uh, rebuttal almost because we're let's build the argument. Let's build the argument that this is one of the most important film franchises in Hollywood history. That this move that's this franchise itself is filled with thrills, babes, cars, crashes, explosions, Vin Diesel, The Rock, Paul Walker, <laughs> Kurt Russell, cats and dogs living together. But no, there's a, this franchise, and, and I, I'm just going to get right to it. Subscribe, support, leave a comment, by the way. This franchise is nothing but fun. It's crazy. It is imaginative. What they were able to do with the with the chronological order of these movies... Uh, they they've done one of the biggest recons, uh, technically twice. Uh, it's in Hollywood history. It's it's nothing but fun. It's nothing but thrilling. The directors that have graced these movies, the actors that have come and gone, and the actors that are in this franchise now. We got Brie Larson coming. We have a second movie with John Cena. We got Jace, Jason Momoa. From a character connected to, I think, two movies ago, or through, or maybe three movies, no, four movies ago. Think about that. This is a deeply embedded franchise built on story. And here we go. Along the way, you gotta suspend your belief. You have to let your mind drift, and you gotta drift, pun intended there. Because we know the third one of this franchise, Tokyo Drift, is my absolute favorite Fast and Furious movie. Next to number six, by the way. Uh, six is just relentless. Uh, a non-stop movie. But no, you gotta let your mind drift and, and sit back and enjoy. And I really feel like along the way, the film, not the film audience. Because the film audience votes vote by their dollar. They will stream the hell out of Fast and Furious. They will purchase the tickets. They will go to the theme parks, catch the rides, buy the dolls, buy the toys, buy the Hot Wheels. You, you guys get, you get the picture. But we have this. Uh, it's almost like this virus that's on social media, that's on Facebook, and it just wants to push these ideas that oh, this movie's frivolous. It's 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 unimaginative. It's boring. It's it's stupid. It's this and it's that. And it becomes uh, in vogue to bash movies. We uh, People bash this franchise. They bash the Transformer movies. Uh, they bash anything Zack uh, Snyder makes or anything Michael Bay directs. Uh, it's just endless bashing. And in a larger sense, uh, it, it's, it's very chic to bash everything Netflix puts out. The idea of this podcast is we dig and we discover and and we also become a voice just like the lorax we become a voice for what does not have a voice and i feel like this franchise it's not on the uh, you don't have to apologize this franchise is great this franchise is nothing but fun 
Uh, I had some banger nights going out, seeing these movies, making them party nights. And just overall, like the feeling and the ideas of these movies, uh, they, they, they penetrate you. They stay with you and you bring that out. You bring that out back in Philly, back to the local bar, and you just have nothing but a flat out good time. This franchise began 2001. Rob Cohen. Rob Cohen is a fantastic director. Rob Cohen is a unsung journeyman hero who understands genre. I first I first encountered Rob Cohen in 1993 Dragon the Bruce Lee story. Just because Entertainment Weekly spoke about it, it was a little bit of a of a of a trade like thumbs up rented that from Blockbuster. 96, I remember a close friend of mine, Rob we saw Dragonheart. Dragonheart blew us away. That same year, what I consider to be one of Stallone's most underrated movies, Daylight. 98, The Rat, pa- Rat Pack. 2000, The Skulls. A part of the Scream frenzy. Skulls, it's Skull and Bones. It's more of a college drama than it is uh it's not a i i know what you did like summer uh josh uh Hart, hartnick or hartwick uh you know the 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 kid from dawson's creek there you go <laughs> one of the kids from dawson's creek and then we have 2001 we have fast and furious but he ignites another franchise now keep in mind dragon heart along this time has become a straight to dvd straight to vhs franchise Franchise number two for him, The Fast and the Furious. Franchise number three, 2002, Triple X. Triple X, three movies. Uh, we do have the State of the Union, of, right? That was an Ice T, I believe. Not an Ice Cube, maybe Ice Cube. One of the Ices. Uh, that is one of the few movies I could not finish watching, I'm sorry to say. Tales from the Crypt, Ritual Writer. Anyway, 2005, J- Jessica Beale. Jamie Foxx, Josh, uh, right, uh, Josh Lucas, Stealth. I freaking love Stealth. I don't know why. Such a fun movie. 2008, uh, the third entry in the Brandon Fraser Mummy franchise, The Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. If you like Yetis, if you like Snow, uh, that movie too progresses the that movie's family. Brandon Fraser's kid is freaking amazing in that movie. And we also have, uh, not Ang Lee, we have, um, oh, what, what's, Ang Lee, right? Not Ang Lee. Uh, <laughs> hold on, we, we, we have to look it up real quick. Um, oh my god, I can't get the, uh, who is, I can't get the, uh, the, the co-star in The Dragon Emperor. 2012, Alex Cross, great movie. Uh, now, 2015, The Boy Next Door, I'm not familiar. And 2018, The Hurricane Heist, I'm not familiar. But this is the guy that, that br- brings us the original Fast and Furious. And since then, like, let's just go through some of the money. Now, I'm just going to go f- top down. We're going to do worldwide. $200 million, $236 million, $160 million, $360 million. Six twenty-six million, seven eighty-eight million, one point five billion, one point two billion, and then we have this new trend: seven sixty million, seven twenty-six million. We can expect Fast 
X to come in around $700 million to $1 billion. That is nothing but amazing. That's nothing but jaw-dropping. Just going through the cinema score. Fast and Furious, B+. Too Fast, Too Furious, A-. And let's just take it from the top down. B+, A-, 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 A, 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 A-, B+. So the people speak in two separate ways when it comes to Fast and Furious. They speak by the dollar. Nothing but box office. $6.6 billion in combined franchise. The movies are between a B plus and an A. Think about that. There's a lot of movies that want a piece of that nugget. So when it comes to retcons, explaining everything, I get it. This movie gets into a wild... I mean, the, the evolution of the characters. We start as uh, street racers, committing crimes, doing cool things with cars, that sort of thing. Like, car-driven crimes. But then the franchise bleeds into, like, almost like a super heist franchise. And then it bleeds into spies. <laughs> or men of action. Men deployed to stop bad people. And... Now, with the Sharice Theron character, uh, they're almost stopping supervillains. I mean, that's really the best way. And look, these things are going to evolve. They're going to change. They're, they should change. They should evolve. For some reason, Fast and Furious, there's no sacred cow. Everything works. Everything's fun. Everything uh, is played out. Everything is, as Walt Disney would say, plus out chronological order of these movies and I'm also going to throw in some of the short films there's two short films people have completely forgotten 2001 Fast and Furious 2003 Too Fast and Furious now we have a short film that takes place between Fast and Furious 1 and 2 Fast and Furious 2009 Fast 5 2011 there's a 20 minute movie Made by Vin Diesel that explains the gap between Too Fast and Furious and Fast and Furious. He wrote and directed and stars in that. 2011, Fast Five. 2013, Fast and Furious 6. Justin Lin, this is why I consider it to be their absolute best movie. Uh, the opening shot, Jason Stratham. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, you know, like simulated, but it's, it's a non-stop shot it's an, and we see the absolute destruction uh, of Jason Stratham they, they build his character up to where now he's a part of the crew he's not a part of the crew he's friends with the rock he's not friends with the rock uh, he's lethal he's not lethal perfect and then we go back to 2006 the third Fast and Furious Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift the character Han uh, now becomes a part of the team uh, this movie explains uh, his departure from the team to where he gets killed supposedly because he comes back later by Jason Stratham so we're going full circle here and this is what I mean about the imaginative elements Furious 7 uh, maybe my my fourth favorite fat, uh, the, the fate of the Furious 2017 Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw 2019 
F9, the Fast Saga 2021. This is where we introduce uh, some of the newer elements that are going now to get into the final trilogy, Fast X. So Vin Diesel announced uh, this week that, so originally Fast X was going to go to Fast and Furious 11 and they were going to wrap things up, but they're adding another movie. The budget for the most recent movie, like let, let's just get into that. I want to say it's it's three hundred fifty million dollars. No, it's three hundred forty million dollars. That that's just what's reported on Wikipedia. The first budget, the very first movie of this series, was budgeted at thirty eight million. Then it goes to seventy six, eighty five, eighty five, one twenty five, one sixty, one ninety, two fifty, two hundred, two hundred. $340 million is the budget of Fast X. The expectations of Fast X, though, uh, it, they do seem astronomical. We also have a Netflix series. Fast and Furious, I think it's called Spy Racer. So just give me one second here. I'm, I'm trying to, to bring all this up here. So uh, here we go. So we get... Uh, let's just get into into this. I'm just trying. I got so many screens here. I'm just trying to scroll through it all. The turbocharged prelude, Too Fast, Too Furious. No, Fast and Furious Spy Racers. So far on Netflix, that is six seasons. It's animated. Episode counts is eight, 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 eight. Season six is twelve. Originally released 2019. To December 17th, 2021. So I, I'm only going to assume we will get another series. Like the fifth of release is the sixth and final season premiered. Okay, so the this is the season six is the final. Cartoon series. Now, throughout all of this, the merchandising for Fast and Furious exploded. I, I remember one time, like, you were kind of, like, just being, uh, yeah, I like, I, I always like checking out Hot Wheels. I just like look, looking through them. I'll buy them every now and again. Just got, I, I like having them around. And I always said, like, what a missed opportunity. Like, they're not doing, like, a full line of Hot Wheel Fast and Furious cars. And now, like, slowly, like, you get more and more uh, Fast and Furious vehicles in the toy aisle. And it somewhat overtake uh, it overtook uh, what cars the the Disney Pixar Cars franchise was doing uh, on the toy shelf, and that's amazing because Cars had such a giant footprint for so long. But Fast and Furious, in all their different scales, is creeping into that. And I like I'm not too familiar. Like they, I would believe that they're doing playsets and things like that. But it's nothing but interesting seeing the absolute growth of this franchise the use of the character so luke hobbs who's uh duane johnson uh like i want to say they played it up because during some of the production there was the the rock and <laughs> vin diesel versus one another vin diesel hated the hobbs and Shaw spinoff uh he thought that uh, the rock was taking too much attention you know like all, all this ego stuff who knows how much of it is actually true well the big revelation for uh Fast X is that the the Rock's in this movie. He's back, <laughs> rock rocking and rolling. 
But no, I mean, like, I love watching these movies. They're so much fun to me. They're so interesting. They're great to rewatch because, uh, as we just highlighted, the the the, chron- the chronological order of these movies is mixed. There's additional material to explain further of how these characters end up where they are via short films. That's amazing. Uh, these movies have gotten longer. They've gotten longer, more complex, more story, uh, just more action. Uh, more fun, more relationships, it, it, more drama, more soap opera, all of these things that, that we want, and they lean into it so well right now. Uh, like, people, uh, I don't know. I just I just really feel like uh, <laughs> anyone that doesn't enjoy uh, Fast and Furious, you're not much of a film goer. Uh, you can't put yourself in a good enough place to enjoy something, and you want to get on a high high horse and preach down to people that you think uh, you know more than and the, the reality is you don't because it's so difficult to explain the appeal the draw and the growth of this franchise that is at 6.6 billion dollars that is unfathomable it's unfathomable that this franchise has gone on and it will end with 13 movies you have to consider these things that if you don't like these movies there really is something not clicking in you uh, same as with the Transformer movies. And, uh, you know, like, I will defend Michael Bay. I will defend Zack Schneider. I will defend Vin Diesel as one of the great story men of our time with this franchise. And you can see what uh, Vin has done with other franchises, like The Last Witch Hunter, which I thought was great. The Chronicles of Riddick, or the, the Riddick movies, uh, nothing but fantastic. Vin Diesel digs hard for story. He understands the importance of that. And they are dialed in to exactly what these movies do to appeal to endless, endless growing new and old audience. Think about that. Every single time a new movie comes out, they're grabbing new audience members, new people who are falling in love with these movies that want to go back and watch the original all the way through and, and connect all the dots and have all the fun and, you know, like, get yourself some some Bud Light, get yourself some Domino's Pizza or some Corona, as as, as Vin Diesel's character would, would do. Uh, start working out, get jacked, uh, have a lot of fun, uh, blast your music, this movie too. Awesome um, soundtracks, the Fast and Furious soundtrack, uh, the Yakitori Boys, I absolutely love that soundtrack. I listen to it all the time still. I don't know, people, Fast and Furious fanboy here. Do not dismiss these movies. Check them out. I love them. The Film Ball here signing out.